You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for uh, taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 84. I'm going to be answering a question that I got from a regular listener. The question is, does God really love everyone unconditionally? Great, great question. Before we dive in, quick reminder to everyone please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. If you are familiar with a podcast app, I would, ha- I would encourage you to head over there and to uh, hit the subscribe button. So maybe that's the podcast app on your Apple device, like an iPad or an iPhone. Maybe it's Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, or maybe it's one of the many Android podcast catching apps, uh, whatever. I would highly encourage you, if you're familiar with one of those, head over there, look us up in the directory, hit subscribe. If you're not familiar with one of those, maybe you're listening to this on our website. Maybe you stumbled across the podcast uh, on Twitter or Facebook. You hit the link and now you're on our website. Just want to point out that just below the audio player there, you should see two buttons. One that says subscribe with iTunes, one that says subscribe with Android. Just click whichever one is applicable to you. That'll take you over where you can subscribe. Subscribing is very important because it guarantees that you never miss an episode. Every episode gets delivered directly to your device. So head over and do that. That would be awesome. All right, let's dive into the meat of today's topic. The question, does God love everyone unconditionally? First, let me make it clear. We believe that yes, God loves every person. No doubt about it. God has this incredible passionate, desperate love for every single human being. He is head over heels in love with humanity. He has this passionate love for each one of us, this jealous love, this strong desire to commune with us, to spend time with us. He delights in his creation. No doubt God loves you. Whether you feel it or not, he loves you. However, it's bigger than that. Okay, it's not just that he has love for you. Love is not something God does. Love is not something God feels for you. No, no. God is love. At the central core of who he is, the Bible tells us that God is love. That everything he does is a form of love in one way or another. In addition, it's important to note, God's love for us is no doubt unconditional in the sense that it's not based upon our behaviors, right? There's nothing we can do to earn it or merit it, and there's nothing that we can do to undo his love. So in that sense, it is no doubt unconditional. It is not tied to any conditions. God is passionately in love with you because he is love, and in all of his interactions with human beings, he allows who he is, the essence of his character and nature, at the core of who he is, his love to ooze out of all he does. Now, with that stated, it's also important to note that while God loves every person unconditionally, his love isn't necessarily exactly the same for every person. He loves certain groups of people differently. It's not about an amount of love. It's more about the types of love that each person experiences. 
and anyone who's a parent can understand this. I myself do not have kids, so I don't get this fully. Uh, I can think I cognitively understand it, but I've never obviously experienced it. But I've had many parents tell me, listen, I've got multiple kids. I love all of my kids unconditionally, but I love them uniquely. I love them differently. I've had multiple uh, parents tell me after they have their, their first kid, they love their kids so much, and they thought to themselves, there's no way I could li- love another one. Like I don't have enough love in me to love another human as much as I love this one. But then all of a sudden, the next kid comes along and boom, that parent loves that kid unconditionally just as much. But in every case, anytime I've talked to a parent, it's always a love that is unique. They love that kid just as much, just as unconditionally, but they love the new kid just somewhat differently. And the fact that humans can do that is because we're made in the image of God. We are like God in that way. We we learned that from him. We got that. We inherited that from him. We see in the scripture, there are different types of love that God seems to pour out on different types of people. And not every group of people in the world get to experience every type of love that God exhibits at one point or another. God, no doubt, loves all people passionately, desperately, in an awesome way, unconditionally, but there's a particular group of people that get to experience many different types and forms of God's love. And I'm sure about now, if you're anything like me, you're asking yourself, what's that group? Who falls in that category? What's all of his people? Any person who has all of their hope and faith in God, a true follower, that person gets to experience all of the different types of love that God has to offer humanity. Now, in addition to understanding that God has different types of love for different types of people, it's also important to understand that the unconditional love of God is often misunderstood. Sometimes the unconditional love of God is wrongly equated with God's approval of all of our human behaviors. Like the fact that God unconditionally loves you doesn't mean that he unconditionally likes all of the choices you make day in and day out. Again, parents understand this. Every parent that I've ever talked to can, well, you know, can, can tell you or has told me, listen, I love my kid, Sometimes my kid chooses to make choices and, and chooses to exhibit behaviors that I don't approve of, that don't reflect kindly or well upon me or the family, or, or my kid makes choices that are harmful for himself or for the people around them. You see, a parent has the ability to unconditionally love uh, his or her kid without necessarily approving of all of that kid's choices. In the same way, God unconditionally loves you, passionately loves you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he approves of all of your behaviors. If God unconditionally approved of all of your behaviors, that means you could live your life in rebellion of God and never be held accountable for it. God's love for you is unconditional. But if you take the unconditional love of God and you wrongly equate it with God's approval, you could end up spending your entire life believing that, that there are no consequences for your sinful choices. And, and therefore, there is no need for you to believe in Christ or no need for you to repent of your sin. And this belief is clearly false. See, God's unconditional love for you is set. It is not predicated upon your behaviors. But God's approval of you is very much conditional. In fact, there is one condition that is extremely important. It is vital. In fact, it is the only condition worth discussing in most cases. And that is this, faith in Christ. You see, God has passionate, unconditional love for all of his creation. But there's a specific type of love, 
a specific type of, of affection that God has set aside for his church, his people, the ones who have put their hope and faith in Christ and in Christ alone. And for those people, he imputes to them approval that is found in Christ. See, all those who put their faith in Christ will reap the rewards and the approval that Christ has earned. But all those humans that do not put their faith in Christ will not reap the rewards and approval that Christ has earned, but instead will reap the consequences of their own sinful choices. Any person outside of Christ will have to rely on their own track record. And there is no human not one who has a track record that can stand up to God's righteous moral measuring stick. If you stand before God and you have not met the condition of receiving his approval, things will not go well for you, my friend. God has unconditional love for all, but his approval is only given to those who are followers of Jesus. For those who follow Jesus, they get to spend all of eternity enjoying God's love. It'll be awesome. For all those who don't put their faith in Christ will eventually stand before God, judged by him and his righteous standard, and ultimately will face the wrath of God. My friends, I don't want that for you. I want to highly, highly encourage all of us to chase after Jesus, to follow him, and to put all of our hope and trust in him and only in him. If you're someone listening to this that has never done that, maybe you've never put your faith and trust in Christ, or maybe you're not quite sure how to do that, or maybe you have a lot more questions about God before you before you dive into that, you know, into diving into putting all your hope and faith in Christ. If that's you, if you fall into any one of those categories, and you would you be willing to have a dialogue with me, do me a huge huge favor, shoot me an email. Just say, hey, Kenny, would love to talk to you about what it really means to put all my hope in Christ and would love to set up a time uh, you know, by phone or Skype or Google Hangout where we can, where we can chat about what it really means to, to be a follower of Jesus and put all your hope in him. The best email address to send that, uh, that to would be heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's also the same email address you can use you want to shoot me a question or a topic that you'd like to have me address on the podcast our intro and outro theme music has been i'm shipping up to boston by the dropkick murphys i'm kenny ortiz and this has been theology for the rest of us I'm a